Wake up, insomniacs, you've been sleeping. Wake up, wake up, wake up, insomniacs. We told y'all to stay woke. Welcome back to the Insomniacast, sponsored by the Sleeper app, powered by the, the Unbiased, Unbiased Truth. Truth. I'm Cameron A. Sharp. And I'm Alan Tito. Welcome we back. Our back is week 12 in the NFL. Starting off this week with a heated heated divisional matchup between both teams being six and four the indianapolis colts going up against the houston texans houston this is a must win i do believe the houston texans pull out a dub in this one i do too i think it's gonna be very very close but i think the texans pull it out this week and cameron dude it's week 12 yeah it is week 12 we're calling the thursday night game for week 12 texans gonna take it all the way Mm -hmm. but let's be real these games are all precursors to the games of games, those Thanksgiving Day games, which we will be yeah. giving you yeah. our picks for them at the end of the show. Absolutely. Y'all know every year the Detroit Lions happen to find a way to play on Thanksgiving, so Same we'll definitely Cowboys. give you all a chance to know which teams are going to bring it on home. You think the Lions can pull it off this year, even with the state they're in? I think they can win the Turkey Bowl we'll if see. they put their minds to it. We'll see what happens, dude. But the next one on this Sunday in Week 12, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the Atlanta Falcons. Well, Atlanta has a really good opportunity to capitalize on the momentum they're building. Not really. But Calvin they really has chance. had a couple of really good weeks. Yeah, they've had the chance to actually start finding their open receivers. And Julio Jones still has reared his head this season. I believe in the latter part of the season, we'll see Julio take off like a rocket. We'll and see, Atlanta man. will get a win over the Tampa Bay. One of my must starts for this week is Calvin Ridley, ah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I'm going to go ahead and say that I'm going to pick the Falcons on this one. Oh. I know both teams are coming in at three and seven, but you know I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Falcons on this one. Yeah, well, Devontae Freeman is still questionable. He did not practice on Thursday, which means more than likely the man's not going to play Sunday. So if you don't have his backup, go ahead and pick up Brian Hill. He didn't do too bad last game. I mean, he had opportunity to really put in work against the Saints and then the Seahawks, but uh, against the Carolina uh, the Carolina Panthers, he uh, came up short with 3.8 points. So if you're looking for somebody that's just sitting out there that has opportunity to really go off in the game, it's going to be Brian Hill against these Buccaneers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And moving right along to the next game, we have the Denver Broncos taking on the Buffalo Bills. Ah, so I see someone just made a trade in the middle of the Insomnicast. I wonder why that (laughs) is. Wow, that's insane. But no, yeah, the Denver Broncos versus the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills coming in at 7-3. I believe they're going to wax the Broncos and show John Elway exactly why he should stop trying to pick the quarterback. It's gross. The Broncos are definitely on that uh, rebuild year, and the Bills will definitely take this one to the house. Yeah, well, I'm looking at Phillip Lindsay to hopefully pull off a really good game from the running back standpoint. That's the only person on the Broncos I would start moving into this game. Everybody else, I know Sutton has been incredible for you. You might even think that Fant is a great, uh, excellent tight end, if you will. No. Sit them all down, keep Phillip Lindsay in there, and take this ass with me. (laughs) Next game we have, we have the 2-8 and eight New York Giants. Oh, God, that hurts. And going up against the 4-6. and six. Oh, that hurts, too. Chicago Bears 
And, guys, the only ones that you should be starting in this game would maybe be Saquon Barkley. Uh, you know, you got Montgomery on yeah, the Chicago David side. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, Golden Tate, Sterling Shepard, if you're really hurting. Uh, Darius Slayton has had a couple of really good outings, but, man. You're staying I, away from the quarterbacks on this one? Staying away from the quarterbacks on this one. Trubisky, mm-hmm. Chase Daniels, no way. And, you know, Daniel Jones. If if you're in a deep deep league and you know you got to you got to ride with Danny, that's up to you. Mm-hmm. But watch out starting Evan Ingram this week. He is still doubtful. Yeah, you got to make sure you watch out and, and make sure you watch that waiver wire too. A lot of guys coming into the end of your fantasy football season are going to be very very valuable to you because the starters will be sitting down in order to make way for the playoffs. But you won't have any problem with either of these two teams. Neither I'm, one of them. I'm going to say Maybe outside that, the Bills. Right. I am going to say, though, that the Giants will take this one. Uh, I'm going Move with the Bills on this eight. one just because I believe in Josh Allen. Oh, wait. We're on Chicago. And- oh, sorry. My, <laughs> my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. I'm tripping. Mitch Trubisky is definitely going to lose this one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. Terrible. Terrible. And this next one we have, the Pittsburgh Steelers going against the Cincinnati Bengals. And I'm just going to not even talk about it. The Bengals are looking at 0-11. And that is what is going to happen on this day. Yeah, don't even start Joe Mixon on this one, everybody. <clears throat> Joe don't Mixon even... has been probably like the biggest letdown of a fantasy running back ever. Mm-hmm. Every year they're like, "Oh, this is Joe Mixon's year." Psych. Yeah, nah. That's every not, time, every single time it happens, and every time you're let down. Um, if you are concerned about some people's number two or three pick in the draft this year, James Conner, just know he missed practice on Wednesday, so more than likely he's not going to practice Thursday, which means that you need to go ahead and pick up Jalen Samuels if you can and push forward. I was about to say, Jalen Samuels is one of my must-starts this week, You know, where they're going against the 0-10 Cincinnati Bengals. So it would be a great, and especially after last week's game, it would be great to see James ride that bench a little bit, Get some R and R and let Jalen Samuels take you to six and five. Absolutely, and make sure you put the Steelers defense up there as well because they Ooh, have the number two time. defense in the league right now, putting up major numbers. I believe they have the opportunity to shut out this Bengals team if they can get their act together. And the next game we have on the docket, we have the Miami Dolphins at two and eight taking on the Cleveland Clowns. Snooze bowl of the and week. I'm gonna say that the Cleveland Browns take it up to five and six. For the season and the Dolphins fall even farther down the rabbit hole at two and nine. Well, I'm counting on the Cleveland Browns to actually win this game, but without the Miles Garrett for I don't know why Miles Garrett isn't playing right now. That's really strange. I mean, if you don't know, you should go back and listen to our latest episode of The The Unbiased Truth, where we definitely get into the helmeting, aka Helmet Gate. Yes, yes. Just check out The Unbiased Truth on Giving Thanks. It should be anywhere that podcasts are. It should be right next to the episode that you're listening to mm-hmm. right now. Well, I'm interested in seeing what happens at that quarterback position. I don't think I'm starting anybody except for maybe Nick Chubb in this game. For sure. Nick Chubb. I mean, dude, and you you know you're, people are starting OBJ because, I mean, he was a high, high draft pick for them. Oh, yeah. You're going to get some return from OBJ. Yeah. Or at least try to. But I'm not starting either one of the defenses, and definitely on the Miami Dolphins side, there's no receiver or skill back I see giving me major points this week. Mm-mm. And next one we have, guys, another big divisional throwdown. We have the eight and two New Orleans Saints taking on the five and five mediocre. Carolina Panthers. Man, that that matchup at running back has been a premier matchup for the past two years now. Alvin Kamara versus 
Who is he? Who do they call this man? Is it Derry Sanders himself? Christian McCaffrey? Yes, sir. Derry. Yeah, I think those two are going to be must starts. And even Mike Thomas right now, he's been one of the most targeted mm-hmm. and had more yards than most receiving groups this year. Make sure you got Mike Thomas hot and high up on your docket to get some points in because I believe the Saints are going to roll on through the Carolina Yeah, Panthers. the Saints are marching into town, and mm-hmm. they will be taking that dub against the Panthers no this doubt, weekend. No doubt. And then we have another uh, snooze bowl of the week. We have the 6-4 and four Raiders going against the 3-7 and seven New York Jets. Uh, do the New York Jets get lucky this week, Cam? I don't think so, especially with Le'Veon Bell being such a letdown for so many fantasy owners across the board. But I am looking at that matchup at the running back position. Josh Jacobs, what a rookie. My runaway pick for rookie of the year right now is young Josh Jacobs himself. Uh, Le'Veon Bell is an incredible back. Well, he was an incredible back in the right system. But now that he's slou- he slouched out and Sam Darnold just isn't looking like his great a premier quarterback as he was, I think the Oakland Raiders come into town and show exactly why they can lay it down. Shout out to the Oakland Raiders for winning against the New York Jets. Pending. That's pending right now. Pretty sure you all are listening to this before Sunday. And if you have the opportunity to, make sure you pick up Josh Jacobs or drop Le'Veon Bell. Whichever one you want to do. It'd be smart for your development. (laughs) Uh, yeah, Oakland's taking this one for sure. And then we're going on to the next one, Seattle versus the Philadelphia Eagles. And right, I'm not even going to talk about it. The Seattle Seahawks will be taking another quick dub. And the uh, the Eagles are going to continue on their mediocre 500 season. Yeah, I'm interested in seeing that matchup at quarterback. Russell Wilson is still MVP Russ. And Carson Wentz has yet to show us exactly why he wanted all that guaranteed money. Um, maybe we'll see exactly why Russell Wilson is that most highest paid quarterback spanking the butt of a guy that would love to be in this position right now. I'm really looking at that position and Tyler Lockett has played off the charts this year as a number one receiver who would have thunk, make sure you're starting Tyler Lockett because he's going to put up major numbers against a weak secondary in Philadelphia. But moving on to the next game, we got the Detroit Lions taking on the Washington Redmen. And um, from what I can tell, man, this is going to be a snooze bowl as well because Washington cannot seem to gain another win. And I don't think they see one coming anytime soon since they have now sat Case Keenum and implemented Dwayne Haskins as their starting quarterback. And that is uh, that is the way it's going to go. I really think that the Skins are going to roll through this Detroit Lions team. Uh, I think especially with the uh, – I think you're going to see a good game from Darius Geis. Mm-hmm. That is another uh, one of the must-starts for me. Um, he's back from injury, and you're going to see him uh, get a few more snaps this week than he did the last. Yeah, well, I'm going to tell you right now, you got to get Kenny Galladay, and, and hopefully he can make something happen with that piss-poor quarterback he has thrown to him right now. I don't think that Driscoll has the arm to make Kenny Galladay a star. He has no idea how to throw routes to this man, and because of that, he is lacking behind. So if you have the opportunity to, make sure you still start Galladay because I think he has a chance now to show off against this Washington Redmen horrible secondary we're so sorry jeff it's not your fault nope it's not you're just trash another big divisional matchup we have the four and six jaguars going against the five and five tennessee titans 
Ryan Tannehill's had a good couple of weeks. Yeah, no, Tannehill's actually making himself known, and hopefully Marcus Mariota can take some notes from Tannehill right now how not to throw a game because now the Super Bowl MVP himself, Nick Foles, is going to be showing Tannehill exactly why he doesn't need a trophy in order to be a superstar. He's and I'm gonna, I am going to take the Jaguars taking this one and trying to salvage whatever season they have left. Yeah, well, I'm not starting Leonard Fournette, I tell you that much. I do think the Jaguars will be winning this game, but it's going to be off the back of DJ Shark Jr. Make sure that man is in your rotation. Next game at 325, this would be, you know, Fox's game of the week. You know it is. You know it is. And it is the Dallas Cowboys taking on the New England Patriots. And, man, I'm telling you right now, this is going to be a dark day in Dallas. Yeah, it is, man. It is. I think Belichick and Brady are going to roll into town with these scrubs. They got a receiver right now. Outside of Julian Edelman, Sanu was a good pickup. And Dorsett's all right. Nikhil Harry, hopefully they can get him back in the fold producing. But Sonny Michelle and White and Burkhead, they have not done anything to show that they are worthy of snaps with Thomas Patrick Edward Brady. Oh, wow. Four names. Mm-hmm. You better believe it. Yeah. Patriots all day, every day, they're going to win this game. And the most interesting matchup this week. We this will, should be game of the week, by the way. This is, I personally, this is my game of the week. Sunday Night Football, we have the 8-2, and two, miraculously, 8-2 and two Green Bay Packers against the also miraculously 9-1 and one San Francisco 49ers. And, dude... This is a toss-up. Yeah, it really is, especially with Jimmy G playing lights out behind his squad. Jimmy G came back with a vengeance. He's ready to show exactly why they dra- they actually not drafted him, why they traded for this man. And Aaron Rodgers is still playing like an elite-level back. I mean, even now, you know what I'm saying? Aaron Rodgers is playing like a quarterback out of his mind to get his team to the championship. Mm-hmm. And Matt LaFleur actually has turned out to be a coach of the dream for this man. And with Aaron Jones running the ball the way he has, I see the Packers actually putting another loss in the bracket of the San Francisco 49ers. Man, I'm going to go the other way. I think the I think the Niners are real. I think this defense is real. And I think the I think the Niners straighten it up to 10 and 1. Ooh. And then the last game on the Week 12 dock is the MVP-led Baltimore Ravens wow. with Lamar Jackson sitting at 8-2 and two with his Ravens and the 6-4 and four Rams. The Rams have had an up-and-down season all year with Todd Gurley's mishaps and Jared Goff just not being the guy we thought he was coming off a big-time Super Bowl slump. And I'm going to have to say right now, Ravens looking at 9-2. I mean, they shouldn't have paid Jared Goff all that money. Because, yeah. yes, you're right. Lamar Jackson, the second runner-up in the MVP race, is definitely going to be there to give them a healthy serving of what he gave the Texans last week. It's going to be rough, man. That Texans mm-hmm. game was absolutely horrifying to watch. Yep. Those were your week 12 picks. Like we said, we'll be coming right up with the picks for Thanksgiving Thursday. Hopefully your favorite team will be playing on the Turkey Bowl day. And um right now we got three interesting games. Not 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 too impressive, but they're interesting. Uh first out of the gate at eleven thirty AM on Thanksgiving, we have the Chicago Bears taking on the Detroit Lions. And barring injury, I think the the Bears actually pulled this one out on top. Same. That defense is still very good, but that offense cannot get off the ground, led by Mitch Trubisky. I mean, I've, I've seen them that 
Chase Daniel come in a couple of times this year and lead that offense to some pretty good-looking drives. Yeah, Chase Daniel about so, that action. So, I mean, man. if they can get Chase in there, I think that the Bears have a chance of really winning this game. But, I mean, the Lions have just no chance. Very true. And then at 3.30, we got the Buffalo Bills taking on the Dallas Cowboys. This is, this is the best game on Thanksgiving, for mm. sure, because Buffalo actually has a damn good football team. And, you know, you know Dallas is going to be coming off of that sick loss from the Patriots. So they will have to come up and, you know, get another win in that column to stave off, you know. That's the problem with Dallas this year is because the rest of that the rest of that division is so bad mm-hmm. that they're going to go to the playoffs regardless. Yeah, well, they're still staring 8-8 eight and eight right in the face, especially with the Buffalo Bills handing them another loss. Barring injury. Barring injury. I think the Buffalo Bills can I come in here agree and with take that as well. down the Dallas Cowboys. And then Thursday night, 7-20, when you're at, when you're at your tiredest – after sleepiest, your sleepiest, mm-hmm. after like all that there. turkey, mm-hmm. you will be able to watch and maybe possibly go to sleep to the New Orleans Saints and the Atlanta Falcons taking each other on. And Atlanta giving the New Orleans Saints a fat loss the last time they played. But again, that was the first week Drew Brees was back. Yep. So yep. I think Drew Brees is going to be on a revenge tour this week. And just completely tear Matt Ryan and the Atlanta Falcons a new one. Yes, barring injury, I do believe that the New Orleans Saints will take care of business against the Atlanta Falcons. I always like these Southern matchups. I really think the New Orleans Saints and the Atlanta Falcons have true beef when it comes to playing against each it's other. It's true, I do too. And I think Drew Brees is going to take out the trash for Thanksgiving and make sure that he can eat a turkey leg at the end of the game. He's going to tear him up. Mm-hmm. But guys, those have been your week 12 and the Thanksgiving Turkey Day picks mm-hmm. from the Insomnicast. And guys, just we always appreciate you guys listening. Stay up with the pod. Hit us up on Facebook at the Unbiased Truth, Unbiased Truth HTX on Twitter, the Unbiased Truth on Instagram, and the Unbiased Truth 3 at gmail.com. Guys, Absolutely. drop us a line. Make sure you hit us up. We appreciate Sleeper. If you do not have the Sleeper app, make sure you go to any of the app stores that you have on your phone, whether it be iPhone or Samsung or Team Android, whatever the case may be. Make sure you go to your app store, download the Sleeper app for all of your fantasy football needs. I know it might be too late to start your league now, but next year you want to be ahead of the curve and well-informed. And I'm telling you right now, Sleeper is going to be the most cutting-edge Edge, high-performing app you have ever used when it comes to fantasy football. We appreciate Sleeper for sponsoring the Insomnicast, and we are happy to come to you week after week with football news. And always remember, if you happen to use our picks to make any money, send, send it us, us that money. But just like some of it, we're not asking for all of it. I mean, kind of sometimes. Just some you know, if, it's, if it's a lot, just some, some, some like five percent, just cool. But guys, as always, we are your hosts. I'm Alan Tittle. And I'm Cameron A. Sharp. This has been the Insomnicast, sponsored by the Sleeper app, powered by the Unbiased Truth.